Blink, blink, ding, bling. Ding, 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 Welcome to Ho oh Yeah Podcast. Amy? Jackie. People? Everyone. We did it! <laughs> we did it. Did we do it? Yes, we did. And what is it that you are asking? You're like, what are you even talking about? Get ready. Oh, sit, sit down. <laughs> sit down right now. We're about to tell you. Everyone? We got Kathy and Jimmy. <laughs> we got her. Oh, God. On this episode that you're listening to, it's happening. It's this one. We got her. We got her. And we just finished talking to her, and it was uh, incredible. Of course. What else of would course. it have been? I don't uh, know. What a, what a absolutely lovely human. What just so incredibly kind and generous. And let me let me explain how this even began, how this started. How, how did this happen? You're probably one, like, how? Yeah, how? How did we get superstar Kathy Najimi on here? Well, let me tell you. Jackie and I have a friend, uh, Alexa. Mm-hmm. We've known her uh, since high school, me since middle school. And... Alexa, stop! Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Not you. God. Frickin' Amazon. Always listening. Anyway, (laughs) we're going to get ads for Kathy and Jimmy now. Perfect. That's fine with me. So our friend Alexa gave us an incredible gift of a cameo, which if you're not sure what cameo is, it's an app. And it's where celebrities, you can uh, pay a fee to have a celebrity do a shout out to a friend or a family member, say happy birthday, whatever, you know, whatever you're asking them to do, and they're willing to do, you pay them a fee, and they will send it to you. Apparently, Kathy is on it. And Alexa uh, booked her So, okay, I'm going to have to start whispering Alexa because my fucking Alexa can hear me. Okay, so Alexa booked her to give our podcast a shout out. And Alexa told her, you know, of course, that we are huge Peggy Hill fans. You know, the name of our podcast is Ho Yeah, uh, named after Peggy. You know, she's fave character. Mm-hmm. And I get a phone call from Alexa last Friday at about midnight uh, telling me to that she's going to send me a link and you better watch it. So I open it up and it's a cameo from <gasps> Kathy freaking the Jimmy mm-hmm. uh, saying hello and hi to us. And that, you know, she's we'll play it for you so you can hear the whole thing. But towards the end, she she says, you know, I'm going to give y'all a gift and can I do five minutes on your podcast? We collectively lost our minds, of course. And we, you know, we got in touch with her assistant and we set it up and we just did it. This is Thursday. So not even a week later, we were able to speak with Kathy and it was it was incredible. So 
with that said, we do want to play you the audio of the cameo. So get ready. <laughs> but when, but I, I, I saw her face and I was like, this is already amazing. And then when she got to the part at the end saying, I'll give you a gift. I'll do five minutes on your podcast. By that point, my body fully contorted into a pretzel. <laughs> my, my spine like snapped in half and I just bent in half. <laughs> I watched it at three in the morning. I couldn't sleep. I got this mm-hmm. text from Amy and it was incredible. But so. Just wait till you hear it. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go. There's a surprise coming for Amy and Jackie from their really good friend, Alexa who's a huge fan of their podcast. And they really, really, really are smart enough to know that the best character on there (laughs) is Peggy Hill. Hi, you guys. It's me, Kathy. Oh, my God. Alexa loves you so much. She says she's known you since high school. I just graduated from high school six years ago, seven years ago. Stop laughing. And they say that you have a rocking, fantastic, hilarious podcast. I can't wait to hear. Um, And your podcast is called, Oh Yeah. You know, that was um, an improv one day that just stuck. Um, I love that you love Peggy Hill, King of the Hill. I've had many jobs in my little life. And King of the Hill is up there, is in the top two. So well written. Such a great, fun cast. Brilliant writers, great cast, so wonderful because I got the job right after I had had my daughter Samia, so I didn't have to fly out of town or wake up at 5 a.m. And But I'm really like a writing snob, and that is such good writing, so you have really, really good taste. I guess I'm going to give you a gift, which is, can I do five minutes on your podcast? All right, darlings, I love that you love Peggy and... Um, Again, I'm just going to say to you, oh, yeah. Can you even believe? Can you even believe that? No. No. Absolutely incredible. So kind. So so generous. So generous. There's no reason. There's no reason. She's just so kind. Yes. So listen, with that said, I know y'all want to get to this and you want to hear it. So we're about to we're going to play that in just a moment here and then we will see you on the other side. Okay, get ready. See you then. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello, Miss Najimi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Are you getting a picture or just a circle? We're, we're not seeing you at all. It's just the audio. Oh, I see you. Hi, beautiful women. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. This is such a treat and an honor. Oh, it's my pleasure. Tell me how you got started and, and why it's called Oh Yeah and how, how it's doing. I would love to. Uh, so... You know, I've been a King of the Hill fan for a long time, and Jackie as well. And one day I was re-watching it again for the millionth time, and <laughs> I thought I would love to do a podcast about King of the Hill. I hadn't seen any. I hadn't heard of any. Just kind of being able to talk about it, you know, and, and the love for it. And I mentioned yeah. it on an Instagram story, and Jackie messaged me, and she said, you know, oh, I, let me be a guest. And I said please be my co-host because Jackie and I have known each other for at least 15 years and 
super good friends and she's absolutely hilarious. So I thought this would be a perfect combo. Oh, Were you go a King ahead. of the Hill fan as well? I was. I, uh, I watched it over and over for years and then I hadn't watched it for a while. So I was like, oh, it, it would be fun to rewatch it again. Although a podcast, the idea of a podcast seemed very overwhelming and I didn't think that it would, Amy or we would follow through with it. And then, <laughs> and then uh, she just kept pushing me and, and then we eventually did it. And we were trying to come up with names and it, all the names were centered around Peggy quotes. And I was like, oh, we could call it the podcast and meatballs or something. And then Amy was like, oh, well, I was thinking, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, of course, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such an amazing, like, exclamation from Peggy. And it's, I think it's kind of one of her iconic lines. And of course, I love Peggy. So I thought it has to be something that deals with Peggy. And I thought that would be that would be the great one. That would be a good one. Well, I think it's a great choice. When I heard about it, I was so honored. I was like, are you kidding me? That sounds good. How long have you been doing the podcast? We started in August and we've been doing, it's been amazing. You know, I think that we really tapped it at the right time because um, King of the Hill started to get played on Hulu a lot. And so people were kind of rediscovering it and, or discovering it for the first time and really loving it. And we were able to uh, get in contact with, um, he, his Instagram is the Arlen bystander and he has a massive amount of followers and he gave us a shout out and people were just super excited to find a podcast that centered around King of the Hill. Wait, who, who did you say um, did you reach out to? So his, oh, sorry. So his, his podcast, or I'm sorry, his Instagram is called the Arlen bystander. Who, who uh, are we talking about my love? His name is Patrick. His name is Pat. Oh. And he runs oh. a, like a King of the Hill fan account for, oh. uh, on Instagram. Oh my gosh. I have to follow him. That's so great. Are you, is your podcast on Instagram as well? Oh yes. yeah. Yeah. And that's where we, you know, we, we get such amazing, uh, feedback and interaction with fans of King of the Hill. They're just so excited about being able to talk to somebody about King of the Hill that it's just such a great community. Uh, I, I got to tell you, well, listen, I'm going to let you ask me the questions because you guys <laughs> are the experts. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, so, uh, you know, you mentioned in your, in your amazing video, uh, your cameo that we received, uh, that Ho oh, Yeah was an improv. Like you just kind of threw it out there, I guess, one day and it stuck. Um, is that something that you guys did you know, often? I, I believe it was. That the great thing about that writer's room where they were so confident and so talented, so extraordinary, that they were very open to us improvising or suggesting things that it was really the best group. Of, I've, I've done a, a lot of little projects in my life. It was the best group of writers I've ever worked with. They were so great. So I, I, I don't know if it's Bible, but I think, because we got to improvise a lot, but I think I improvised it. But if somebody, a writer from King of the Hill is listening right now, don't sue me. I'm not sure. <laughs> but it's really one of the, I mean, I'm a complainer. And it's one of the best jobs I've ever had. Like, ugh, I hate, like, here's what, here's what I love about it. First of all, on the, like, being, you know, selfish part, I like that there's no hair, no makeup, no wardrobe, no 6 a.m. calls, no traveling on planes, like, none of that, no blind memorizing, all the things that are, like, 
not my favorite things about acting. Mm -hmm. um, so you just came, we were all really good friends, really good friends. You know, Pam and I had our babies, our first babies within months of each other. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Yeah. And they're still friends. And so, and we just were all so close. We saw each other twice a week for 13 years. So, and everybody, and I know people say this a lot, but I don't. Everybody was so good. Everybody was so good. Stephen Root, Pam Adlon, Toby Huss, Johnny Hardwick, of course, Mike Judge, um, Brittany, God bless her soul, um, Brecken Meyer, I mean, um, Ashley, they all were, Gardner, they were all so great. And then the funny part was, we'd come in and we all could look like shit because we didn't have to be <laughs> on the camera. So we would just come in with our kids. There was, a, there was a great green room with tons of donuts, which is always very, very important. Mm -hmm. And we would bring our kids so that that was really wonderful because Samia, I auditioned for King of the Hill uh, nine months pregnant. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So that's another reason. And I, and I heard about later about some of the people who auditioned some really great actresses. I, I couldn't even believe it when I heard some of the names. It was one of the luckiest things that's ever happened to me. But we would just come in and we would do and And here's the other thing. I am a writing snob. Like people say, what do you like better? Like films, TV, Broadway. And I say, it just depends what script is better. Like I love good writing. And you guys, every Monday for close to, what, 13 or 14 years, we would get a script on our front door and it would be better than the next one and the next one and the next one. And that I, I'm here to tell you that is really rare. Good writing is really hard to find. <laughs> so I, I really, I loved, loved that job so much. I, people say, oh, are they going to bring Hocus Pocus back? Are you going to bring this back? Are they going to bring Sister Act back and all that? And I say, all I would probably write it I say yes to immediately is if they brought King of the Hill back. Oh, there's a lot of people who are, are gunning for that. All the fans want it, want it bad. It's a hot <laughs> top. Like uh, it comes up a lot. Yeah. You guys tweet and Instagram and do all those things you guys know how to do, but I'm not very good at. Come on. Everyone <laughs> go now. Do it right now. You've heard it do from it. Kathy to Jimmy. Yes. Come on. <laughs> Fox, it doesn't have to be at Fox. It'd be lovely if it was, but you know, people are moving their their content, which is another word of the week, um, <laughs> all over to so many different platforms. There's another new word. But yeah, whatever platform, somebody out there, pick it up. <laughs> yeah. It was oh god, I love that job. All right, ask me questions. I'm talking too much. No, no, no. you are no. definitely not. <laughs> Jackie. Um, well, we know that you know, we only have you for a short amount of time, so um uh, of course, I'm drawing a blank, but uh, you kind of already <laughs> answered one of our questions, uh, you know, uh, talking about would you ever consider doing a reboot? And um, yeah. yes, and yes. I know that you have talked. I actually just listened to your uh, the episode of RuPaul's uh, podcast that you were on. I just listened to that. And I know that you mentioned the writing and how good that was. So um, but what were some of our other questions, Amy? Yeah. So uh I actually have a question about your inspiration for Peggy's voice because it's, yes. it's, okay. it's amazing. It's absolutely incredible. We talk about it almost every episode about how you're like the way that you bring life to Peggy is just so beautifully done, especially, and this is kind of weird, but when Peggy screams, screams. we just love it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I mentioned, I was like, man, she would have an amazing metal singing voice. Yes. 
<laughs> so was there any oh, wait, kind I of- Wait, I lost it. Can you hear? Ooh, go here. Now I, I, now I hear you, honey. Okay, great. I was going to ask, uh, was there any kind of inspiration for Peggy or did it just come to you organically? That's a really good question. So here I am living in Los Angeles. I'm in New York now for the last like eight or nine years, but we were, we were in LA for a very long time. I'm, I'm, I'm in LA uh, pregnant and my voiceover agent, uh, Jeff Danis and Natanya Rose, who to this day, I still owe so much to for this gig, but um, he called and said, you know, we've got a lot of people going out for this. It's a, it's a cartoon. I, I know you're really pregnant, but can you go audition? I said, yes. So I drove to Sony with my big belly and my little Mustang convertible. And I went to a bungalow in the back and um, there were Mike and Greg Daniels, both geniuses. Mm-hmm. And um, they had a little pencil sketch of Peggy up on the wall, just taped up on the wall, just her face, or maybe it was her body. And they turned away from me and they said, just talk, just improvise. So I looked at her and I just started saying, you know, I'm a, I am a, a, a substitute teacher. I'm, I'm, I, I also teach at Sunday school. I, my, you know, I love my husband. I love myself. I don't know what I talked about. And I just was improvising about being a teacher. That was really fun. And, um, and uh, being a writer, I loved that they gave her the musings um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. column. That was so fun. So I just improvised and then I went home. And then the next day my agent called and said, can you go for a callback? And I said, I can't, I can't. My water's about to break. Oh my God. <laughs> so, and I was so sad about it because I thought, oh my God, this sounds like such a great, great job. And I didn't go. And they had callbacks on Monday and Tuesday. He called me and said, it didn't matter. You didn't go back. You got the job. Wow. I know. Isn't that the greatest bit of fortuitous luck in the world? That's a man. You were very pregnant when you did your first audition. Yeah. When I did wow. my first audition, I was very pregnant. And then, <laughs> um, then they started creating it. And then I had her and then I got to bring her to work twice a week. Wow. I can't imagine anyone, anyone else in that role though. I mean, Peggy is just one of the best characters ever, and it's mainly just through your vocal work. It's incredible, definitely. And I mean, of course, I agree. I, here, here's what I like. Here's what I like about how they designed her. She's so flawed, which is really human. Like she's, yes. and a lot of times in both live action and in animation, they'll draw a character. It'll be the mean one, the funny one, the nice one, the ridiculous one, the dumb one, the shy one, and we all know that at every moment, all of us are all of that. We're all of that. Right. We're all simultaneously all of those things. So that they wrote her with so much confidence and so flawed, was so brilliant, so great to play. Like, it was all there in the stories for me. You know, it was just easy because she had so much confidence <laughs> that I'm not sure why. But that was a great platform to jump off of. of, I just love that nobody was everything every time. Everybody was so well-rounded and ridiculous and wise and sympathetic and not. Okay, give me, I have to go in a minute, but tell me your two favorite episodes. Oh my God. Okay. Off the top of my head, I do love Dances with Dogs, of course, Uh Uh, just because I love a ladybird heavy episode uh-huh. but a peggy episode one that we we actually just reviewed it and it was peggy's turtle song uh-huh. and 
it's just such a good it's like a, it's a nice feminist episode it's without with Ani being, DeFranco with Ani, yeah, DeFranco, Ani DeFranco but not super feminist but it was just enough to like give Peggy a little bit of an edge in that in that episode you know I love that and I also think like I don't know, like some writers are just dead set on everything ahead of time. And they knew that I'm, I'm a feminist activist first before I'm an actor. And so they knew that. And when we'd have discussions about scripts, I would be the one that would pop out and say like, I can we read, look at this because it seems like the female characters or we had a real, real talk about this banking episode. I had some <laughs> real hesitations about that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. They, yeah. And they were really great about it. Like it just was so, there was so much respect, which is, really lacking in a lot of show business but um but so yeah when they wrote that turtle episode that was so moving to me and you know to have Ani DeFranco and you guys here's the thing we never knew we would show up Wednesday and Friday like at, so Fridays were the days that we recorded so we, no Fridays were the three I forget which ones but we would show up and there would be you know, Brad Pitt and Ben Stiller and Meryl Streep and Jennifer Aniston and uh, all these guests that we had no idea they were coming. I mean, I mean, there was like a huge star every single morning. Mm -hmm. So um, wait, what were we talking about? Oh, Ani DeFranco. (laughs) So when Ani DeFranco was there, I just lost my ass. I was so excited. That was, that was a great, and you know, Sometimes I um, go out and I do um, speaking engagements and stuff and I sign photos and I have my two specific Peggy photos are the big foot, the high heel, the big foot picture mm-hmm. and it. the turtle song picture. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah I love that was, those were, oh God, that was so much fun. We're just so grateful. I, I know you have to go, but you. we're so grateful that you thank came you. on and you are iconic, um, <laughs> just in a million different ways, uh, not just because you've made Peggy this amazing character, but, and thank yes. you so much for taking the time to talk to us. There, there was no reason for you to do this and it's very, <laughs> I, very I, kind I, and generous. I, I admire you so much. Like I always talk about a podcast, but you guys literally got up you got the thing. You've got the mics in front of you. You got an audience. You should be so proud that you did this. It's. I know how hard it is to have, have an idea. Everyone has a million ideas, but you. I'm congratulations for doing it and like having followers. I'm so in awe of that. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you, Kathy and Jimmy. <laughs> that is sure, darling. We're done. We're shutting it all done down after this. Now yes, we, we're burning our laptops and moving to the mountains. <laughs> but wait, let's end it like this. Ready? Oh, wait, wait. I wanted to tell you my two favorite episodes. One yes. of my favorite episodes was when she jumped out of a plane and broke all of her bones. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I asked if I could record it laying on the floor because I said, she's not moving and she's in a cast and they let me. So they dropped the mic down to the floor and I got to record the whole episode laying down, which was Brilliant. so fun. I think I just wanted to freaking lay down. <laughs> and, um, I loved, um, I loved the, Me- the Mexico episode. I thought that that was so well written. Yes. The one where she so brings uh, Lupe back from Mexico. She loses, yeah, she loses the student. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, so great. And then we're going to leave with this. First of all, congratulations. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for being fans. I hope you guys can like galvanize and get us back in front of those mics because I think we all would say yes. Um, but I just want to leave you with this. Ready? Yes. Oh, yeah. Ah! Yay! <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye, you guys. Bye. Bye. Stay safe. Woo. <laughs> oh, wow, Jack. Wow. There it is. There it is. You know, could not have been more generous and easy to talk to. That was that was wonderful. That was incre- that was incredible. Yeah, I mean, where else? As we said, where else do we go from here? We're just gonna have to burn it down. Sorry, everyone, but this is it. <laughs> we've we peaked. We've peaked. <laughs> Not even a year in, and we have peaked. We gotta I th- go. <laughs> I thought we might, you know, maybe get uh, Kathy and Jimmy or or Mike Judge or. Toby Huss or Steven Root. I thought we might get them maybe once we started the 10th season. Right. <laughs> and after years of just being like, please, will you come on here? <laughs> yes. And I was comfortable with that idea. Right. So <laughs> I, in my mind, we had a lot of time to fuck up and grow and <laughs> to get all the weird weirdness out of our system. But it happened sooner than we expected. And it is an unexpected pleasure. And it oh, was yeah. amazing. I mean, this is somebody who is, I know I already, I pretty much, I think I screamed it at Kathy and Jimmy, but I, <laughs> she's iconic. She, yes. I mean, I used to ride around my living room on a vacuum because of her. Yep. Yep. Like with a blanket tied around my neck. <sighs> God, so awesome. And, you know, again, just couldn't have been kinder and easier to talk to. So we are, we are so thrilled and honored, uh, and in in preparation for this episode, because we wanted to, you know, kind of, we knew that we had a short amount of time with her, which she went over that time. And it was, uh, I mean, oh my God, we're so thankful for that. Um, but some things I wanted to mention from the interview is that, you know, she mentioned that she is absolutely down for a revival. Like she oh, wants yeah. it to happen. So y'all heard her go out there, tweet it up at it up i don't know if that's a thing uh you know just like start hitting up some uh maybe hulu maybe somebody start netflix something let's get a let's get a revival going um Mm -hmm. and you know uh, it was nice to hear how accommodating that job sounded i mean she was literally she said that the next day they asked her to come back again but her water was about to break so she went there on the verge of giving birth to audition and still had her child and was able to, they accommodated her, her new mom schedule, which, you know, I'm not a mother, but I have friends who are mothers and see, seeing like what chaos it can be to have a newborn baby and also a job. You know, that's just such a great thing to hear about how accommodating and understanding the entire writing cast and directors seem to be. And in, interested in her input as mm-hmm. not just as a, a creative or an artist, which she mm-hmm. is an actor, but as a feminist and an activist. And mm-hmm. they you could really see her influence now that we talked to her. You could really see her influence in the show and in Peggy. And, and I mean, if we thought Peggy was awesome before, it really it really highlights why Peggy is so amazing. A big part of that is Kathy. Right. A, a yeah, testament and, to her. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I do, again, I also love that she acknowledged, you know, Peggy's flawed. She's got flaws. She's got mm-hmm. 
obscene amounts of confidence, but she's also flawed. And that's what makes her such a well-rounded character. And I think that, you know, people tend to forget that that mm-hmm. you know there's multitudes to people everybody contains multitudes you know we're not just one thing all the time so it's it it's really great to hear her say that and kind of validate what we've been saying <laughs> yeah. yeah and the great thing about peggy too is that everyone talks about oh she's so confident she's overconfident but i think i think really that's that's a common thing you see in people that are you know actually insecure they're just overcompensating for mm-hmm. their insecurities and so it it doesn't totally make sense to me when when people complain like she's too confident you know this is like this is a, a common thing that you see in people that it, mm-hmm. she's a strong person but she has insecurities and she's she's constantly trying to grow and and be better but she's a human I mean, you know, she's a cartoon, yep. but she's well. a human. She's a person. <laughs> she's a human cartoon, okay? <laughs> yeah. Just because she's a cartoon doesn't mean she's not a real person. Yeah. Which she is. Yeah. Exactly. I loved I loved that she got to lay down on the floor <laughs> to record when she's supposed to be in the full body cast. How inspired is that? How smart is that? Because when so you're smart. lying down, when you're lying down, you do sound a little bit different because all your skin's like pulled back and like you've got a little bit more weight on your neck so i just i love that they were like resonance yeah it's i thought god that's brilliant i had to stop myself from asking her did you get to eat potato chips while you were lying on the floor because that sounds like a perfect job to me (laughs) (laughs) take a little nappy nap she probably needed one i mean she had a young toddler at that point <laughs> oh, and and then she moved to New York a few years later, which is just so cool. I know how cool, how Very cool is cool. she? God. So you know, in preparation of this, and in, in anticipation of this uh, mini interview we had with Kathy, we um, asked on our Instagram, which is HoYaPod. We always ask for listener comments. If you're if you're just joining us because of this interview. We always, uh, we're very active on our Instagram. It's HoYaPod. And we always ask for listener comments in regards to whatever episode episode we're reviewing at that time. And we always get some really great ones. But we asked, what are some fave Peggy moments? Uh, episodes, quotes, what do you got for us? And we already got, we just posted this and we already got a, a bunch. So we know people are pretty excited about talking about Peg. Well, Right off the bat, and I can't believe I didn't mention it, and I'm relieved that I didn't mention it, but (laughs) from a million little Carters, vagina! (laughs) So good. I love that line. Talk about another iconic Peggy quote. Not just, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, oh yeah, then vagina! Yeah. (laughs) Probably top two. Probably top two. Um. We had a couple of people, so we got Mozzie C137, uh, Hooligan Newport. Both said uh, along the lines of, "Anytime she references common knowledge as her opinion." <laughs> yeah, I love that. I know. <laughs> and I was trying to uh, think of this episode because we just watched it for what the most recent live watch party. Mm-hmm. But um, from Flex Brojas. 
the entirety of the episode where she gets revenge on con artist Jeff Goldblum. I lo- I was trying to think of that episode and I love it. It's such a good, there's so many twists and turns and she's up, she's down. And just when you think she's down and out, it turns out she was in control the whole time. Yeah, like even willing to steal this bastard's car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was gonna steal his fucking car, and I love that. <laughs> she will. Peggy will stop at nothing to get what she's owed. <laughs> um, love Applemint says I like Peggy pulling her lips back like a shark to eat the sandwich, and that's in one of another one of my favorite Peggy episodes. It's the uh, episode where she befriends the drag queen. Mm. she's not aware that they're a drag queen and you know the drag queen thinks that she's a drag queen and it's <laughs> it's such a good episode and yes there's this like this up close of peggy's mouth just like going really wide and her lips just going back <laughs> and all you see are her teeth and she just honks down on a sandwich it's awesome <laughs> um uh thunder muffin submitted luann Quarters! <laughs> <coughs> I heard my... You can't... <coughs> oh, no. I'm no Jimmy. Kathy to Jimmy. Well, nobody is. I love that. I love that episode. I love Peggy just getting hammered and hitting homers. You know, it's funny. We got two comments that we're just talking about. They're talking about the the spanking episode (laughs) that Kathy was like, you know, I had some reservations about it, which I love that she mentioned that because, yeah, it's kind of a controversial episode, you know, spanking and especially spanking in schools like that's. Yeah, personally, no. But we have two people under Kid 22 and Bender's Redemption uh, both says paddle and peg. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, right dude here and sh nabes german bozia for dinner <laughs> and dagens daniels all talk about lupe's revenge the episode where she accidentally <laughs> brings back lupe <laughs> which is great because kathy said that's one of her favorites and um everybody mentions the courtroom scene where peggy is trying to defend herself in spanish and she just annihilates the language she does such a bad <laughs> job she does a terrible job <laughs> brad 5133 says the smush films oh yeah <laughs> ap7 ill or april just said postcoital peggy yes that i love hair. Post- i know she looks so satisfied i love it mm-hmm. lotus flower says when she's jealous of bobby's cooking and steals his turkey to go to the hairdresser her hairdresser oh it's such a desperate moment for her she is she is so desperate i don't understand this martin of the waking universe uh submitted i have too many good anuses ahead of me to spend my life in a cigar factory what's that from that's from the courtroom scene when she's speaking when she's speaking her botched ass spanish (laughs) oh that's good Melissa Manon, Peggy and that got dang paper mache pair. I know. <laughs> Some tribe, anytime her confidence slash delusion is front and center. Mm-hmm. Rock, I love Doris Shellman. 
And App Seven Ill says, and the king of all moments when she came out of the river with those glorious boobs. Oh, <laughs> she looked a good. Oh hell yeah! It's the first time you really see Peggy like sexy. You know, yeah. she was specifically drawn not to be sexy, and so it's the first time you like see her figure and titties. <laughs> and and Hank notices. Oh, does he? He sure does. S S J Crane. 25 submitted lyrics from Peggy's rap. I love it. Oh my god. <laughs> hey Bobby, it's your birthday. That's right. I su- that's right. I served you cake. I'm Peggy. Pull your leggy. That's <laughs> so good. <laughs> right after they crash Dale's van and she's still just like, boom, served you cake, bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello, friends. I'm Bob Dole. Seeing those big, beautiful feet cracking eggs. Oh, Bob and Dole. one of my favorites from Ricky Rose. Windmill! Come on, Hank! Windmill! <laughs> <laughs> we are not out until you see us windmill. <laughs> A question by Mozzie C137. Why do you think Peggy is fascinated with death? In parentheses, she has her scrapbook of death. Yeah, you know, and she's and she paints it as a way to be like, Hank, this is how normal people deal with death. That's not true. I, I don't know literally anyone who has a scrapbook of death. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely, uh, of course, it's people are int- mainly women. The vast majority <laughs> of women um, are very interested in true crime and and i think that could be uh you know related to that but to go so far as to scrapbook about death to take the time to cut it out and put it into a book and then keep Mm -hmm. that book and then look back at it fondly like it's a scrapbook of your family memories like oh look at that soccer team oh they had to eat each other that is (laughs) that is very interesting (laughs) that she keeps that it's like us crafting your anxiety oh <laughs> I guess we could all do that, you know, right now with us being in quarantine. Yeah, just all headlines of like COVID deaths. That'd be awful. Oh. <laughs> that would be terrible. No, that's too much. That's too much. It's too scary. Mm-hmm. So thank you everyone for submitting those. We, you know, we're so glad everybody had something amazing to say about our girl Peg. Thank we you. Love her. Yeah. Love her. And massive thank you. To Kathy. That was more than we could have ever asked for, and we are so honored. Never in my life could I have imagined. <laughs> I know. Never. No. Back in August? Come on. Wasn't even on my radar. No. It, so. I, it, in my mind, we had a better chance of getting Mike Judge than Kathy the Jimmy. <laughs> I don't know why I think that. I think I just, she's just so elevated in my mind. So because we love Peg so much. We love Peg. And we love Kathy. Of course. Golly. All right, everyone. We will be back to our regularly scheduled episodes next week. Uh, But for now, please enjoy this incredibly special episode. And please send us any kind of messages or thoughts about it. Um, We, you know, we cannot wait to blast this all over the internet. Oh, I just can't wait. And get out there and let's make that King of the Hill reboot happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Excuse oh, yeah. me. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, yeah. Me. 
God, I can't believe she said it. Yeah. Get out there. Um, To-do list. Let's make that happen. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Instagram. We want to hear more of your comments uh, mm-hmm. and listener stories. Email them to us at hello at hoyapod.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and call us and leave a voicemail. Our phone Funk. number is <laughs> Funk30Firm with a U, F-U-R-M. Number is on our Instagram. Yeah, ju- I don't just, have it memorized. You can do this. We we uh, <laughs> we believe you can do this. <laughs> yeah. Just look at, like, if you pull up the numbers on your phone, the letters are on the numbers, right? Yeah. I guess I, I should double check. Yeah, there they are. And if I die, it's, okay, so I'm going to, I can tell you right now, it's 386 five three zero that part was easy three eight seven six funk 30 firm with you that's it that's the number listen everybody have an excellent tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this Mm -hmm. and we will be back at you next tuesday we love you thank you for all your support and until next time oh and thank you alexa oh no yes 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 thank you alexa Thank you, Alexa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and until next time. Till next time. <sighs> Bye, Condinos. Oh yeah. Ooh, oh yeah. Piggy Hill. Piggy Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Sweaty. We did it, Jack. We got in a Jimmy. Got in a Jimmy. <laughs>